This is The Social Mediators on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM, where we examine the truth disparity between what's on social media and what's actually true. I'm Jillian Parks. And I'm Garrett Goolsby. And today we're talking about first impressions. Do we want to explain what the month of February looks like for social mediators, Garrett? Sure. So February, month of Valentine's, right? So we decided we're going to explore some topics in dating. Yay! I'm going to look at kind of psychological journals and that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff to to learn about them and Jillian's going to go on social media and see what what they talk about. So we're talking about first impressions today. What does social media say about first impressions? Before we get into that, I want to address the elephant in the room, which is that we've done 10 episodes. What? 10. It feels like we've done way more than 10, (laughs) right? Yeah. It's been, I feel like it's been a while, but it's literally only been since like October. That's kind of crazy if you ask me. Um, We've been at it for a long time, it feels like. I like I like it. I think it's we're fun. doing a good job. And now we're trying something new, which is like category based. So yeah. I'm excited for us. I think this is going to be really fun. Making big steps. Yes. Um. So I guess I'll just start with all of the beautiful things I learned about first impressions on social media. Right. Yeah. That's good. My main source of information for this was definitely TikTok because mm. it's kind of hard to just search up first impressions in Instagram. Yeah. Um. I think there's like a makeup brand called that too, so that came up a lot, and I was like, this is oh. confusing. And Twitter wasn't super helpful. Twitter was actually really dumb and like most of it wasn't about first impressions. Why was it dumb? It was just dumb. Okay, like I was enough. just scrolling through stuff. It was like a lot of fan edits of things. <laughs> like your first, Im- their first impression of you. I, I don't know. Okay, I can't explain sure. it. But so TikTok was the goat for this one. I can't believe I just said that. Mm. Oh my gosh. I'm cringing so hard right now. I apologize to everybody who that had to hear that. painful for everybody. Um, yeah. No, me as well. It uh, reluctantly was said. But no, let's get into it. So first of all, there was a lot of consensus that like <clears throat> social media seems to think first impressions are the most important thing. Mm. Just thought I'd throw that out there. Um, number one, this comes in the fact that there's lots of people, psychologists on TikTok who are like, make a good first impression because of these things. A, there's this one lady who is like, every time you see someone, within three seconds of meeting them, you place them into one of four categories. Potential friend, potential threat, potential partner, and potential or indifferent like you just don't care about them at interesting all. those are the four categories she broke down for me and then she explained that like not to me uh, she couldn't see me um i was just watching <laughs> the video um and so then wasn't directly addressed yeah, to you no unfortunately mm, not and so she was explaining that you immediately put them into those four categories and then once you're in that category it's really hard to get out and then from there someone agreed with her and they were like um it was this oh, this man who the only way that I can explain him is like hyper alpha where he's like, yeah, man. And like not, it just was hard to watch. But he was like, if you, his, um, his expertise was like, if you're an introvert and you meet someone when you're like really drunk and extroverted, um, you will leave a better impression because even if you meet them, he said, even if you hang out with them t- nine more times and you're super introverted, if they met you the first time and you were super extroverted and like fun and charismatic, they're going to just fill in the gaps and you're not going to be extroverted. You're going to be extroverted to them for like nine more tries. Okay. I have a very interesting thing to say about introversion and extrovert. Okay, extrovert. Cool. I cannot speak extroversion in a minute. So okay, cool, cool, cool. Continue. Um, and then in terms of like filling in the gaps, a lot of the consensus on first impressions was like more of a... This was more like personal experience of girls being like, um, if they meet someone upon, like if they see someone and upon meeting them, their first impression is positive, they will 
fill in all of the gaps of like their personality and all like the red flags and all like the things that you see that you're like, yikes, yeah, yikes, yikes. And then you just take your first impression, you fill in what you want it to be and you ignore the things that aren't um, like conducive to making that, like it's a confirmation bias is what they called it. Okay, yeah. Um, there's also another term they used that I learned in psychology last year. Nope, last semester. So I was like, uh, point word, point word. Um, anchoring slash focalism, which is where like you anchor your information on what you first find out. Um, and they talked about how like you basically, they said what you do is that you'll talk to them, you'll anchor your belief on like either you like them or you hate them. And either way, you'll look for things throughout the conversations to like just confirm and bolster that same yeah, belief over and over again. That's partially true. I don't know if it's true. This we'll, is what we'll social get media to kind of, There's some nuance to it that I think is really important. There's a few more things people said. This one's my favorite. Um, it's a, I'm showing Garrett a picture of a man. He's like got dirt on his face and it's this really dramatic TikTok of him being like, oh, what am I going to do? I have to make a good impression. And then he's like, well, first of all, you got to look nice. Like people care about the way you look. And then he like puts on a suit and he brushes his hair and he cleans the dirt off his face. I don't know why he had dirt on his face. And they're like, now you're going to make an awesome first impression. Mm. Anyway. So, um, that was that guy. I liked it because I'm going to unlike it later because it's dressed to impress. Yeah. Oh, here's a little fun. They gave us a psychology fact that you have 27 seconds to make a good impression, which I liked. I don't know if it's true, but I like it because my lucky number is 27. Why is your lucky number 27? Because my birthday is September 27th. Oh, okay. Makes sense. And my birthday is the best day of the year. (laughs) (laughs) I really do believe that. Um, But yeah, you have 27 seconds, I guess. Do I know if that's true? I don't don't know that psychologists know if that's true. Um, That's probably a theory. I like it. More I'm gonna go with. I'm else. actually gonna regurgitate it as if it's true. Okay, you can do no that. No matter I mean, where I it go, it might be true. The thing with a lot of these, when you have a number like that, where <laughs> you know three seconds or whatever yeah. it was, you know, 27 seconds, a lot of that is like, okay, somebody did an experiment and that was the number they got. Gotcha. That's an experiment, right? To a to singular. confirm something like that, it needs to be a lot of repeated studies by lots of different people over gotcha. a long period of time with lots of different kinds of test subjects. Gotcha. So, the last, the last lady. Maybe. Um, I ever looked at was this lady right here. I'm showing Garrett a picture right now. Um, and she basically, her two things were um, that you, first of all, if you want somebody to have a good first impression of you, you have to, she said, um, look at them in the eyes and make a mental note of what their eye color is because that's the exact amount of time that's good for like not awkward eye contact. What? I, I don't know. That and she said that if you stare at your, their forehead, you look disinterested. Um, I don't know if that's true, but it's another thing she said. And then she said that there are two things that you're judged off right off the bat. If people decide they want to like you, A is, um, warmth. Like, do they like and trust you? And B is competence. Like, are, are you competent? Are you sure The competence actually is pretty important for real? Um, no. Yeah. It's heck. Yeah. I'll get to that in a minute, but that's all I have to say. So kind of the motion of your eyes is, is very important. Just a little check-in. This is the Social Mediators on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I'm Jillian Parks. And I'm Garrett Goolsby. We're talking about first impressions. Yeah. Did you like so, a little song that, that was sing? fun. Thank you. I came up with it on my, by myself. Good for you. Literally no help from anybody. It's <laughs> so crazy. Um, do you have lots to share, Garrett? I do. But okay. before I do, I want to I ask you. Please because do. Because we, I had a really funny first impression of you. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Didn't we already, t- did we already tell this story? I don't remember. I don't think we did. I don't think we did, but it definitely is worth repeating. <laughs> I want to ask you first, though, what kind of first impression do you think you give off? Um, terrifying. Like, just 
I from okay I'm I actually don't know what first impression I give off because I've it's been tainted by everybody else who's ever told me like <laughs> when I first met you I was so afraid of you every <laughs> single time like pretty much without fail people were like yeah I was really afraid um and for the people who have never seen me before <laughs> you're oh about like gosh. what five foot nothing I'm five two um and I I'm actually I'm a relatively smiley person yeah so I don't really know where the terrifyingness comes in but like people tend tend to tell me that they were afraid of me that mm. tends to be women though i don't know about men i'm assuming men aren't afraid of me when they first no meet me. i definitely wasn't afraid of you it's best but so our first impression oh we were at this party right and we were all wearing name tags mm-hmm. it's it a this awkward party. like meet and greet party thing we were all wearing name tags and i introduced myself to her i was like hi my name's garrett and she looks me in the <laughs> eyes and says I can read. I did. And I was oh like, okay. So I my was first impression was, she's mean. I wasn't being mean. I was actually making the funniest joke you've ever heard in yeah, your life. Yeah, but I didn't laugh. I know. So he didn't, Garrett did not laugh. Didn't think he it was just kind of looked at me like, huh? Um, and I was like, ah, meathead. So I was like, ah, oh, man, I'm going to have to be stuck at school with this girl for yeah. four years. Darn. I hope I don't run into her again. And I then hope the we first don't do a night on campus, together. the first night on campus, I saw her just kind of randomly and I was like, ah, oh, crap. Dang it. Not again. <laughs> And, and now we have a show. That's so good. Oh, goodness. Oh, boy. Good stuff. That's okay. a fun little tidbit yes. for everybody. Anyways, first impressions. Woo. They're pretty important. Okay. okay. They're not everything. So mm. kind of a general rule of thumb is your first impression on somebody can last for several months, right? Oh. Um, That's horrible. It can stay the same or it can change okay. depending on what sort of evidence is presented, right? The strongest kinds of evidence that will change somebody's impression of you Right, are two things. One, your competence about something. Right, you you talked about that. buzzword. Yeah. So what basically what that means is like if you see somebody do like perform a particular skill successfully, even if normally they wouldn't. So like let's say you're watching a soccer game and somebody scores a goal, you're gonna judge their competency at soccer to be way higher than it actually is. Cool. So if you see somebody complete a task successfully, your first impression of them is gonna be that the positive is gonna be much much higher. Now. In contrast, things like positive traits, like just being nice or being warm, are not as big a deal. They won't change the impression all that much. Um, okay, wait. Is it being nice and warm after they've already met you or like right on arrival? So let's say, let's say like your first impression of somebody is that they were a jerk, mm-hmm. right? Super mean. Um, <laughs> oh. Like, <laughs> like big time negative behavior. Okay, that creates a really strong negative impression, mm-hmm. and positive behavior after that is gotcha. not going to necessarily undo it. Okay, that's fair. Um, it takes a lot longer, and it's got to be kind of a lot more consistent, right? Okay. So it stays with people longer. It's really, really interesting. Does that work in the opposite? Does it work that if you meet someone and they're super, super nice to you, and then they're really mean to you after that for a while, does it not change? No, actually. So okay. those positive impressions based off of, I guess, things like niceness, mm-hmm. right, aren't super foundational aren't super sturdy and just for context um the information i'm getting all of this from uh, a journal called psychological science which the association for psychological science is one of their premier journals so mm-hmm. um you know obviously i couldn't read everything there was to read about this i could only get so much so this is just that's that's where i'm getting my info from cool. um a really interesting thing about first impressions right so a study about first impressions showed mm-hmm. that when we're forming an impression about someone with whom we hope to associate in, with in the future, so like if you're on a blind date, for example, mm-hmm. right, um, you you want it to go well. So when you are in that situation, instead of thinking about how you're interacting with them systematically, like actually thinking about what they're like, 
you, you your brain used what's called a heuristic, which is like a shortcut okay. to to judge about what somebody's like. Okay, mm-hmm. so it stops like doing the actual work of trying to figure it out um, because you want to like them. So this is a positive. Is that kind of like what I was bias. talking about, yeah. like filling in the gaps and yeah. whatnot? Oh that's, my gosh! So that's a positivity bias, right? Cool. Um, really, really terrifying <laughs> <laughs> because you're going to like the person way Regardless. more than you actually yeah. would if you stood back and you're like, okay, here are the positive and negative traits yeah. about them. Here's what I really liked. Here's what I really hated. Gotcha. Um, important to note when you're on a first date, okay? Mm. People have really strong pro-social tendencies, which means we don't like to inflict social pain, right? Making somebody feel bad. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Jillian yourself, has apparently. no such inhibitions, yeah, but no. for the most part, it's funny. Um, studies have found that people really—it's <laughs> funny. <laughs> Jillian, back up. <laughs> Hold on. It. <laughs> oh, that's bad. It's just fun to make them you, a little uncomfortable. But a li- I think it's a power. You thing. like inflicting social pain. No, I don't. I just think maybe it's a power thing. I don't know. Mm. We can explore this later. Okay. So, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So about this kind of pro-social tendency, yeah. right? Um, it shows that people, like, so in this study, right, they had somebody look at profiles, three different profiles, kind of like online dating, mm-hmm. um, for three different people. And before that they chose which one they wanted to go on a date with, they were told either that the person was there, like, in the next room and they could meet them right away, or that they would, like, hypothetically meet them later, mm-hmm. right? And if the person was there, so they, they would know the result, whether or not they were picked, more than likely the person choosing mm-hmm. would would say yes to the date even if they exhibited like major negative traits that they would say are like a no-go no matter what oh boy. just because they don't want to inflict social pain now if it's hypothetical they'll reject every time oh my god crazy right that is so they'll crazy. Say, you tend to say yes way way more when there's imminent pressure of like making someone feel bad or hurting oh someone's feelings crazy right that is crazy i know i like it I think that's good. You like to me. That's like okay. You know, maybe humanity's not hard eyes total. for humanity. Yeah, I mean, look at them go. Look at them go. Maybe they do something positive. Maybe, you know, we don't know. Kindness, yay, kindness. Yep, Valentine's Day. Let's see what else is important to note. I don't want to. You, you want to talk about your speed dating? Oh yeah, sure. So okay, <laughs> speed dating. So I got on a really long research tangent about mm-hmm. speed dating when doing this because. Like a lot of the studies in psychology that have to do with first impressions are like, oh, let's do speed dating yeah. because it's like a bunch of people getting first impressions. Believe um, it or not, that's on social media a lot. Is like, and it happens. People it, do that in high school classrooms a lot, so, and they post about it on Twitter. That's crazy. Yeah, absolutely crazy. AP psych okay, so about the introversion and extroversion thing, right, this right. is really important um, and also like crazy interesting. So. There's a study study that used speed dating to determine how accurate a first impression is by having a participant fill out a questionnaire about mm-hmm. the people they meet. Okay. And then they compared their answers to info filled out by like their close family and friends, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and people who have what they call a better sense of psychological well-being were way easier to read. So that just mm-hmm. means like mentally they're healthy, right? They don't struggle with like anxiety or depression or... Um, you know, just have a general high sense of self, mm-hmm. but not not like arrogance, but, you know, they psychological well-being, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, your, yeah. your mind's doing good. Um, they were way, way easier to accurately, like, impress upon you what they were like, right? They yeah. leave a more accurate first impression. And that was regardless of whether they were introverted or extroverted. So if you have an extrovert that is not 
you know, doesn't have that psychological well-being, even though they're more social and they're going to say more and probably put more information about mm-hmm. themselves out there on it a, like on a speed date, it's going to be all over the place. <sighs> Right. Crazy. But if you have an introvert, right, that maybe doesn't say as much, but is psychologically well, the information that they communicate is going to be much more accurate and true to who they actually are. So cool. Wild, right? That's so cool. I know. I feel like that makes sense, though. Like, I think about it and I'm like, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, you know, psychological well-being, you have a better sense of self, Mm -hmm. like who you are. Um, On kind of a different note, I just, you know, I want to maybe give some people a little practical advice who struggle with first impressions. Okay. So my father is a businessman. What's his name? His name is Rick Goolsby. I love him dearly. And um, he he's more on the introverted side, right? But because he's in business, he's had to get really good at making first impressions. Um, so he has a little acronym that he uses that I'm going to give you all now to uh, to help you. If, you are, if you're not uh, great at first impressions and you would like to just have a little you know, a little template to use. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, you know, don't be so mechanical about it. Make it seem like you're not using a template, but you are. (laughs) Okay, so the acronym is FORM, F-O-R-M. FORM, so the F stands for family, right? The first thing you talk about, your family. Okay. Okay, ask, a lot of it has to do with asking questions, right? So the first thing you ask about is about the person's family, okay? Um, That just sets like an easy, you know, for the most part, people don't mind talking about their family, at least a little bit. Um, and then the second, the O, occupation. What do you do? Nice. You know, what kind of stuff do you, what, what do you do for work? You know, talk about that kind of thing. Um, then the R is recreation. What do you do for fun? You know, Julian, what do you do for fun? Lots of things. I film a radio show. It's called The Social Mediators. <laughs> um, we sit down and we compare social media and accurate uh, articles and stuff. <laughs> is that what we do? A little plug. Can I guess what the M is? Yeah. Can I guess? Yeah. Um... Mm, motorcycles do they ride a motorcycle <laughs> do they how'd you know <laughs> no it is not you got so excited i no it's not motorcycles oh, okay. guess one more time i'll give you one more guess um mm, <laughs> um mashed potatoes mashed potatoes are they pro mashed ask potatoes about the anti? mashed potatoes just are they do they have a good recipe mm. do they really like them yeah I, that would work for me pretty good i'm yeah. just saying like that would work for oh, me we might incorporate that one in maybe it'll make it two, two m's yeah <laughs> Double M. Okay, so what's Rick's M? The uh, Rick's M is message, right? So he's in business. So his message is like he's selling something or so, oh. or trying to, you know, kind of why you're in the conversation. So if it's a date, right, your yeah. quote unquote message, which isn't really necessarily the way you want to look about it, or, is like, you know, do you do you like the person? Yeah. What kind of uh, interaction are you hoping to do have? Do they suck? Do you want to have a second date? That's are the time great? to ask. Yeah. Or, you know. You could keep it. You could just keep it either extreme. Are they the actual worst or the, the total best. Yeah. Isn't that great advice? There you go. So use form. It'll help you. Do you want to quickly give this a grade before I go into my chronically online segment? Sure. Um, I, I think I know what I'm going to say. Yeah. One, two, three. A. a. I feel Yay! like it did great, actually. I know. I feel like I even just like the, what, 15 TikToks that I scrolled through and the second of Twitter feed and the Instagram, I feel like I got a pretty... Yeah. Pretty good idea of some little things, even if 27 is not the perfect number. I still like 27 because my favorite number. Okay. Ahead, I mean, you can like 27. It's not necessarily wrong. Thank you. And we don't know that it's objectively right. <laughs> um, what do you think? Why'd you give it an A? Uh, I gave it an A just because it seems like, for the most part, social media, you didn't say anything that was blatantly false. Woo-hoo! Like first impressions are not important. Yeah. Exactly. Or that they can never change. You know? 
Just a little check-in. This is the Social Mediators on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I'm Julian Parks. And I'm Garrett Goolsby. And we're about to talk about something that was chronically online that I experienced this week. This is a shorter one, which works because it's, we talked a lot about first impressions. Wow. Um, it's this idea. It's I saw it a lot this week specifically. And it's when <clears throat> people who post TikToks, they tend to post like very mundane things that they do. Mm-hmm. Um, and they will give really bad hot takes. Like and what? I, we can talk about it next week. Actually, okay. I can talk about that um, next week in a different Chronically Online segment. But this one is basically, in terms of, I'm talking about the specific like hot takes that they give. I just, people who find their niche on the internet don't like to stick to their niche because they want to be like, you know, they want their whole life out there on the internet, I guess. Like, I think they want... Um, they want to seem more well-rounded and indiv- like they want the internet to be an accurate picture of who they are in real life, mm-hmm. which in itself I think is pretty chronically online because that's just not how yeah. that works. And if you have like a niche that you're known for, um, you should, I guess, capitalize on that, right? Like you don't see doctors yeah. going around being like, but I also am really good at like um, engineering. Like you just, you specialize and you're good at the things that you're good at, right? Yeah. Um, and so I just saw this week from a lot of like kind of constantly just like, People who are famous for being funny, people who are famous for being pretty, people who are famous for those things being like, and then here's my hot take on the most basic, like obvious thing on planet Earth. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like I saw this one that was like, violence in a relationship is bad. Whoa. I was like, yeah, no duh. Crazy. Yeah, no duh. You don't want people to beat you up. Like you didn't, you didn't do anything there. There was Mm. no like, wow. You're awesome, and you're the smartest person to ever walk it's the earth. It's good that you know domestic abuse is a problem. I know. It's just like this idea. It's chronically online to me because it displays this idea that people think that because they're um, because they're in this like celebrity status that they have a job to like educate the public on things mm. that are even like blindingly obvious. That's a big problem in general. I get that literally a zero out of ten, and it just gets on my nerves. Like when athletes start talking about politics, no, right? that's it's exactly like the you same didn't thing. graduate high school. You don't know what you're talking about no i totally agree. you never read plato yeah what a kind of a salty way to end this I, people can talk about whatever they want i'm just not going to consume it because i think it's really lame yeah yeah okay well this has been the social mediators on radio free hillsdale 101.7 fm i'm julian parks and i'm garrett Goolsby. and we will talk to you next week <laughs>